There is nothing wrong with your internet. Do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter, your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your settings. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 98 of Sci-Fi Talk on the Fangirl Zone, a podcast where we discuss shows on the Sci-Fi Channel. I'm Sean Fangirl S. And I'm Steve, and tonight we'll be discussing episode six of season three of Killjoys. Oh my gosh, that was a crazy episode, but obviously we have other stuff before we get into it, as always. Yes. As this always. Ep- <laughs> <laughs> this episode brought in a 0.16 in adults 18 to 49 with 0.531 million viewers, making it the 37th overall cable show. Yay. Moving up. Moving up and moving up. Yes. Yay. And we do have some Live Plus 7 numbers from Episode 4. It tied for 21st in viewers percentage gain, going from a point five seven nine to 1.111 million viewers for an increase of 92%. <laughs> that was a lot of people. We finally got yeah. a Live Plus 7. Yeah. Tell me about it. It's been like, feels like years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Month, oh seems my. like. That's crazy. Okay, well, yeah, let's jump into episode six, Necropolis Now. As Johnny faces off with someone from his past, Dutch faces her own personal hell. Uh, yeah, I guess we can say that, huh? Yeah, at least that's where we start. (laughs) Yes, because it was awkward, very awkward. Yeah, she's trying to deal with the harsh reality that she killed Banyan Gray and sent countless others to their deaths. And the emotional damage it inflicts on her has her turning to alcohol. Now, let me ask you, because I don't know what it is lately with some of the shows. I feel like we've had a time jump in this, in actually a couple of our shows. And then we both watch Orphan Black. I felt the same way. Like, I keep feeling like we're missing something with some of these shows. Like, it's jumping. And I almost feel like, there should be like a little behind the scenes snippet or something to show us what's happening. Maybe it's just me because I just feel like with this, like Dutch is all of a sudden like freaking out, but it's not supposed to really be that far ahead, right? Right. No, they're, they're setting up to have the services for the so captains that died. Yeah. So it's just like a couple days at most. Right. But it just had this weird feel to it. Yeah. It was, it was difficult at best to, see Dutch in that frame of mind. Right, because she's normally super confident and like this kick-ass leader. Right. And then her, I guess it's just, I, I'm guessing that's what it is, because she had this serious self-doubt and almost like self-loathing because right. she was crawling into the bottle. Yeah, she said, we, you know, we can't have, be losing people. I'm a failure. And no, you know, and of course, Davin tries to um, uh, minister some uh, tough love to Dutch, even though it nearly backfires when she decides that uh, meaningless sex may be the best way to um, get rid of her pain. (laughs) Yeah, but see, 
I think that would have been really awkward had Davin went ahead and like, all right, let's do this. Right. And so he stops her and he's like, whoa, that, that, whoa. And she was like super pissed because she's like, yeah. wait, what? What do you mean? Whoa. And uh, I mean, apparently they've had sex before, but he knows this isn't the right thing to do right now. And of course, you know, this is the moment that Johnny ends up coming in because right. they're both looking at each other like, uh, what do you mean? No. What do you mean? Whoa. You know, kind yeah. of and I love Johnny because he's like, it would have been less awkward if I walked in on you guys having sex. Right. <laughs> I think that's how we all felt, though. Yes. I, we haven't seen Dutch this plastered before. And I, and I honestly think can't like, remember them having sex either. Oh, yeah, they did. Oh, yeah. How did I forget this? But <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, maybe I was mad or something. But, yeah, you're right. I mean, Dutch was like really like really wasted which yeah she was winona wasted <laughs> oh but will dutch and her guilt get the better of her that's the big question right because she's got so much happening she's still fighting the holland she's still fighting anila she still needs to bring people together to do all of this and i mean it's gonna be hard for her to deal with and honestly i don't know because even watching this I felt like it went all the way to the end. I don't think she is going to be able to get over this this moment because she kept, like, freezing Davin out. Right. Didn't want to talk about it. And even when they were going to, air quotes, talk about it, something else came up. She's like, oh, yeah, bye. I don't know. But it got to her to the point because suddenly she was the one who was going to have to give, like, what did they call it? The final salute? Right. Which the is, eulogy or whatever. Yeah want to call it and she went up and she just could not get like what happened between her and gray out of her head right and so davin stepped in and he he did it and i think that that was like a big deal that she didn't have to ask for help because they're a team exactly so yeah and he just stepped right up and took over for her. and do you think the nine because that's who was there thought it was weird that he kind of stepped in after she started to... She didn't say anything, but she, like, stepped up to do the speech. Right. I imagine that um, gave them a moment of pause as to what was going on, but they probably didn't think about it too much because they're too worried about their own asses. That's true. And like I said, you know, Davin gets her to supposedly talk, and she's like, gotta go. I felt bad for him because he's like, what the hell? Right. You know, he's actually wanting to talk to her about it not being the right time. Right. For that, I believe. And she just was not wanting to talk about it at all. It's like it almost never happened. Right. And I'm sorry because it was Zeph and Zeph was in this and I'm sure we're going to talk about her here and there, but... Steph kind of annoyed me, but we'll get to that, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> because, again, she just doesn't seem to get what Johnny's saying. Like, you need to make it easy for them to understand. Right. I'm not sure if she will, but I guess we'll roll the dice and find out, right? Right, exactly. So, of course, they head to Westerly's Necropolis to participate in the funeral service for all the fallen soldiers. And this service is attended by the representatives from the nine families. 
including Potter's sister, Luella Sims. And it's officiated by Alvis. Yay, he's back. Yes. Uh, So, of course, it's a somber affair that includes ritual eating of seeds. I thought that was weird. Yeah, (laughs) very unusual. And then, plus, I didn't think it was an actual seed when they were talking about it being a seed. Right, yeah, you know. It looked like chocolate, actually. I'm like, (laughs) maybe I'm just having a sugar craving, I don't know. Must be. (laughs) I definitely thought it kind of looked like an almond. Yeah. Just not dark and striped. Well, it was really tidy. You only see it for a second, so. Right. But they, they send their fallen, like, via, via torpedo, like, Star Trek, into a, right. a sun. Yes. <laughs> so, and all I'm thinking is, you remember what happened in Star Trek? <laughs> <laughs> but apparently this is, like, a consistent thing. And they had yes. a space elevator. How did we not mention a space elevator? Because that was so weird. Yes, it is. <laughs> Little things amuse me. But, yeah, definitely, like, an epic cremation. I was assuming it was going to be something like they sent them, because they were talking about, you know, the the seeds don't grow into plants until they die. And so I thought it was going to be something like they send them to this planet to be almost used like fertilizer, which is very strange saying that out loud, but you know what I mean. (laughs) Kind of like circle of life thing. Right. Exactly. But, that, that's a very good analogy, actually. Yeah, it, it was just kind of weird. And then the whole thing was just, I felt overall weird, which, I mean, go ahead. I'm sorry. I, I interrupted you with the, <laughs> the space elevator. But this is where it, it got strange. Yes, it really did. Because, of course, Johnny tries to make nice with Luella, who's practically family, but is given the smackdown. She was just rude. Very. But, of course... She was that way when Johnny met her the first time. So personally, I didn't think that it was that much out of character for her. So I didn't think that, well, maybe something is up. See, I, I, again, maybe I'm projecting. I thought that towards the end of that, that episode, that Luella was like nicer to Johnny because she was just saved by him and by Potter. Right. Maybe I'm projecting too much that. <laughs> I was just like, she was just grateful at the time, and then beyond that, she's like, screw everything. Now, of course, the nine are aware that the Hulan are looking for a fight, but they don't want anything to do with it and are not going to offer any help or money. And, of course, that fires Dutch up immediately. Of course. And kind of kicks her out of her funk. Yeah, because now she has a task. Right. Something to occupy her mind so she's not dwelling on what happened in the past. Right. And the elevator um, down to the base, she tries to sway that gaggle of fat cats with a, another one of her um, impassioned speeches. It was a pretty good speech, but um, things took a major turn. Of course, it didn't help either when she's like, I will kill them all if I have to. <laughs> right. Because, oops, base yeah. elevator stops moving. Now, first of all, it, like, it's space elevator, and if it stops, not like somebody can come and pry that open for you real easy. No, <laughs> not at all. So I I would be freaked out. Yes. And, of course, they lose power briefly. When they do get power restored, one of the nine reps has been killed. This doesn't bode well. No, and it was pretty darn quick. The lights weren't out that long. Right. And there was, like, emergency power, so they were able to see. It wasn't pitch black in there. 
No. Now, of course, before the elevator started down, Johnny slips out to try to reason with Luella. And so both of them are still in the necropolis and can at least assist from there. Well, we can try. Yes. (laughs) Mostly I say try because Johnny had a lot of bitching and moaning. Yes, he did. (laughs) (laughs) Because apparently it's very old in there and there's like wires, copper (laughs) wires. And all you hear him, like, as he goes, oh, great, I have to go find the control room. It's probably grass and spit. And I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> are you kidding me? I just thought that was really funny because, obviously, this is what we deal with. Right. You know, we have wires. I'm, like, looking at my computer because I have a window into it. So I see all these circuits and everything, and I'm wondering, what the hell are are they using then? And I'm like, is it some sort of weird Time Lord thing? <laughs> Psychic goo you just stick your hand in? I don't know. It's weird. Yes. (laughs) But there's a plot afoot, obviously. And Dutch and Davin inspect all those aboard for concealed weapons. And guess who has one? Why, Elvis? And I didn't even think that was like a weapon. It looked like something just went on the finger. It was like a weird scratchy thing. Right. (laughs) You know Wow, that'd make a great uh, letter opener. There you go. Or it kind of reminds me of the widow's weird fingered thing. So. Right, yes, just a little bit. They just used it for the other show. <laughs> so like, just bring that back, okay? Side note, where the hell has Elvis been? That's a really good question. Because they did not address that at all. No, nope, they didn't. I mean, I know he was helping that kid, but I feel like that was forever ago. Right. I feel like yeah. that was like I'm 10 back seasons on ago. Arkin with his uh, monks, I guess. <laughs> after the first episode. Yeah, well, at least he's here now. And he's right. talking to Dutch. Because she's like, into the control room. It's an elevator. Apparently there's a control room in the elevator, too. <laughs> Weird. Imagine that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he says he didn't kill Malik, but he was arguing with her before the ceremony. She tried to bribe Alvis into absolving her sins and the sins of the rest of the nine, without all that pesky legwork. Yeah, that doesn't sound fishy at all. No, not at all. Now, I'm kind of of surprised. I'm sorry. I'm kind of surprised, though, that she would be arguing for the entire nine. All of them, right. Because they say something later about how none of them can be on the same page with anything. Right. Yes, that is very unusual that Malik was trying to get all of them taken care of, and like I said, they don't agree on anything very often. Weird. Yes. And as soon as Dutch and Alvis come back out, another rep starts spouting out blood and kills over. And Luella reports feeling ill as well. And this <laughs> just makes me worried because it's like, okay, we're down two of the nine, right? Because somebody right. took over Dulcea's spot. Right. And then now Luella's feeling sick, and isn't she like the last of her family? Yes. So is it only going to be like the six instead of the yeah. nine? I mean, what's happening here? Right. Uh, yeah, they're dropping like flies. We may <laughs> not be, <laughs> there may not be a nine anymore. It may be zero. That's true. <laughs> we'll have the four. Who knows how it's going to work out? Yes. And, um, Dutch gets a hold of Zep on the comm while she's on Lucy, 
to get an expert on whatever is killing and will likely continue to kill the nine. So, of course, Zeph recommends an autopsy. And Dutch is just not liking that idea at all. And again, do you blame her? I mean, there's a difference between having to fight and take somebody down and to open them up and go around their squishy innards. Yes, very much so. (laughs) And, of course, after a few incisions into Malik's corp, Dutch inadvertently frees a tiny flying robot. That kind of freaked me out because I'm like, oh, what is it? Uh huh. <laughs> exactly. Because it like went across her face and kind of like sliced her cheek, and I'm just yeah. like, ew! The thing yes. came out of her. That's gross. Yeah, and it was. I won't say it was funny, but it was because Zeph's trying to tell her what to look for as she's inside his intestines. She's not feeling any of it. Right, right. She's like, it's got to be there. Listen. If all I'm saying is there's squishy nothingness, there's squishy nothingness. It's not like you can hide the bowels somewhere. Right. I mean, how many feet of bowels is there, like, actually shoved into your body there? Yes. Uh, come on, Zeph. A mile, I think. <laughs> it's a lot. Outrageous number. Yes. So, come on, Zeph. It's not like they're hiding. Right. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, another robotic insect flies out of the corpse of the other fallen nine. That was weird because right before that, the one starts kind of a panic attack. Right. And and Dutch is like trying to calm her down. She's like, I hear the buzzing. I hear the buzzing. And I mean, I'm thinking the same thing too. Okay, this lady is just going to have a panic attack and probably like enclosed spaces, something like that. But then Alpha's like, no, wait, I hear it too. Right. And then you you see this thing. It lo- It was not much smaller than a dragonfly. So that was grossing me out that that came out of her mouth. Right. Because the thing that came out of the other one was, I thought, more like a lightning bug size. Pretty small. I think they all ended up being about the same size. Really? Oh, because it just yeah. kind of kept And going. it was funny trying to see uh, Dutch and Davin pointing their guns around. Trying- right. It's an insect. <laughs> Good luck with that. Yeah, really. <laughs> what would they do with mosquitoes? Man, they'd be in big trouble. And so they finally figure out that the insects must have been hidden inside the capsules that contain the seeds, and everyone took one. Dun, dun, dun. Yes, not looking good. And the mystery continues. It's like a murder mystery. If only they had a dinner, it would go together. That's right. (laughs) Dutch is able to uh, squish one and snaps a pick of it, sends it to Johnny, who has Lucy scan it for an owner. And sure enough, Lucy finds one. And I was a little upset because it turns out, well, first, it wasn't a weapon. It was something that was supposed to be for good. But it turns out that it was for Potter's mom had actually, like, copyrighted this thing. Right. It was a, one of the Mama Sims's uh, inventions. Which is kind of crazy. And Johnny's starting to figure things out, but, oh, I guess Luella is not as sick as we thought. Right. Because she manages to, did she shock him or hit him? I don't know what he, but he went down. Yeah, she shocked him. Okay. But when he came to, he's like handcuffed. Where did those come from, by the way? Exactly. Does everybody just happen to have handcuffs in their bag or something? Or <laughs> I mean, yeah, I know he's a killjoy, but... He was in, like, ceremonial dress. I didn't think he had any on him. No. Who knows? Maybe they were in his boot. But when he comes to, yeah, 
Lola decides to give her villainous, uh, what are they called? Monologue or whatever. Right, yes. And she's like, this is revenge. I'm causing revenge. It's like, wait, okay, you're not a bad guy. You don't have like the little twirly mustache. Right. I understand you want revenge for the nine just turning a blind eye to what happened to Potter and possibly causing what happened to the rest of your family. Right. Because I don't remember if that was actually established or she just assumed. But I think she assumed, okay. but yeah, because I don't think we ever got proof of who um, used the uh, fog on him. Okay. And then, you know, she's like, so everybody's to blame. I'm taking them all out. And that's when you realize you kind of have to go back, rewind in your head when they took the the seeds and she took one. She like bent down and like kissed the beads, which I didn't think anything of it. I kind of thought it like rosary beads, right. you know, depending on your religion, you know, you cr- cross yourself and then kind of kiss the rosary. And so I didn't think anything of it. And then all of a sudden we find out, oh, she didn't take it. So she spit it out then. Yes. And it's all because of those freaking beads that it's like controlling these weird little bugs. Because then she decides to turn a couple and then Johnny starts having problems. Yes. And and you hear Lucy all of a sudden in Johnny's ear, there's something in you. <laughs> yeah. No joke, Thanks. Lucy. <laughs> Thanks, Captain Obvious. I appreciate that. But I get it. Obviously, you know, she's a ship. But I'm like, oh my gosh. So... Luella does this, she, like, starts this thing happening because it's going to cause it to, like, open and start growing, and it's in, like, was it, the stomach lining? Right. So that's why the one thing, well, thing, the lady, I'm sorry, that sounded bad, like, her intestines were gone, because it kind of was, like, screwed around in there. Yeah. But then she's like, all right, bye, and she, like, goes in the other room, so she doesn't have to watch it. Right. It's like, no, 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 no. If you're going to do this, you need to be front and center. Sorry. You want to play Mr. Bad Guy? Delcea wouldn't have left. Just putting that up. No. Oh no, not at all. <laughs> but they do figure out. You know, Johnny figures out a way with Lucy's help to get at least everybody on the elevator away. But it's not going to be easy. Right. It's going to be a bumpy ride to say the least. <laughs> and if they're not really careful, they're going to go splat. Yeah. Which that I'm like, what? Okay, really, guys? Really? <laughs> this is what you you're telling me? Well. You're in an elevator. I know. If something goes wrong in an elevator, you go splat. There's like (laughs) super backup emergency brakes. I don't know. (laughs) It's a space elevator. They should have. Exactly. It should have. Something. But they, so this was crazy because it's like, all right, strap in guys. We're going to try this. We're going to release the brakes. And then they have what? 10 seconds. Yes. They have to get 10 seconds away. So the transmitter doesn't work. And then they'll only have 10 seconds to hit the the brakes again so they right. don't go squish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no pressure. No pressure at all. Sure at all. None. Yeah, that's kind of funny because they're like, all right, start the countdown. <laughs> Release the brakes. And then, oh, yeah, they she Lucy just told us gravity is three times that of a planet. And no wonder they're like laying on the floor and can't move. Right. But, and this was impressive. Dutch does manage with the gun this time. After messing up twice, the third time she got it, so they stopped and they didn't go squish. Yep. That, that made me happy, but I thought it was kind of funny because Dutch, what, she had hit Dobbin the first time, like the bullet right. bounce, and then hit herself, 
And then Dobbin's just like, wait, that's not your gun hand, right? It's like, well, maybe. <laughs> so good thing she trains with both. That's all I'm saying. Yes. So, uh. And of course, Johnny is able to get free. He finds Luella. And then basically he talks his way out of dying by persuading her not to trigger the robotic insect currently calling his small intestine home. <laughs> Please don't make it go squishy. Yes, which she doesn't. And I thought that was good that he reaches out to her, basically like, you know, I loved Potter and she loved me. And so I think that's finally what got to her. Yes. But ugh, she doesn't seem like she would, would have been one of those like super hard-ass kind of the nine. And so the fact that she did this, I'm guessing this kind of boots her out of the spot, but who knows the way the nine are. Right. Yeah, she's definitely the weakest one of the nine, I'm sure. Well, at least they get to go to Pree's because they all survived. I'm assuming they passed the bug at some point. That would be awkward. (laughs) You got to watch and make sure it comes out. But they're at Pree's drinking and Dutch has got Cullen, one of the nine, and just asking and basically berating him because he's all like, oh, this place is trash. She's like, oh, no, you got to walk among your people because all the people that you are not trying to save from the Hullen, you need to see them and look at their faces. Right. But then she figures it out because he just is completely like indifferent to everything. And I wanted right. to slap him. All about me. Right. So she's like, oh, I know what it is. And I love it because he was all smug. Like, oh, yeah, what do you know? It's like, <laughs> you never say that to a woman. No. Especially when they see a look on their face like Dutch had. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, all right. Because you know she did that lip smack. You know, yes. Just like that. <laughs> all right, let me tell you. You guys are, like, blowing this pop popsicle stand. And you're headed out with your families and trying to keep yourself safe and screw everybody else because you think the Hullen will leave you alone. Right. But they're going to keep coming and coming. And no place is going to be safe. And they're going to come for you eventually. And then what? You would think so. (laughs) And she said, that's why you guys wanted absolution. And that's when his face kind of like changed. Like, oh, crap. She really does know. Yes. But what I want to know, and again, it may just be something that has not triggered in my memory, because Dutch said it a couple times that it was the Nine's ancestors that made a deal with the Hullen. Right. And it is just not clicking when this happened. Like, did we know about yeah, this? Yeah, that was, no, that we don't, we have no knowledge of that. Okay. I'm like, did I forget something again? No. <laughs> that was not a memory loss. Okay. There's a lot of memory loss happening. Yeah. <laughs> but I loved it when Dutch is like, and bottom line, if the Holland don't find you and get to you, I will. Yes. And I think he's like, ah, uh, crap. Okay. Yeah, and if not, the hack mods probably will, because you're probably heading to where they're wanting to go. Oh, that's true. I forgot they had, like, that little place squirreled away somewhere. Yes. Oh, yeah. Why? I forgot about them. Yeah, so that may be where we uh, see them return. Oh, interesting, yes. And Pree's people, too. Yes. The group that he was running with, so who knows? There's all sorts of people that... The nine may not realize are like headed out to certain places. Right. And are already on Dutch's side. Right. Their money means nothing to these people. Uh, wah, wah. 
Okay, so we had a lot happening with Anila. Shall we talk about Zeph first, though? All right. All right. Mostly because she worked my nerves. Yes, <laughs> she did. <laughs> well, she first starts out by um, getting a hold of Dab and telling him that the Revenant contained micro slices of the neocortex. And that means absolutely nothing to Davin. Right. Goes right over his head and he just like, oh, okay. Yeah. And then he turns her Good. off. <laughs> right. I, I thought it was kind of funny because Johnny's like, what? He's like, oh, Zeph's talking science stuff. And Johnny yeah. kind of gives him the, what the heck, guy? Kind of look. And he's right. like, oh, biology science stuff. And then Johnny's like, oh, yeah. Ugh. <laughs> it's like, okay, guys, you're killing me here. This brotherly, like, ew, squishy. I don't like it. Right. Uh, but yeah, interestingly enough, okay, we find out that Anila is missing some memories. Hmm. What could that have to do with the remnant? Hmm, I wonder. Yes. Can't wait to find out. I'm afraid none of us are going to like it, though. Yeah, especially because of the next little tidbit that we have here. Apparently, Dutch and Anila share a lot of the same DNA. Right, which is something Klein denied, denied, and denied. Right? So interesting. And that's what caught Dutch's attention, I think, even though she was supposed to talk to Davin. Right. And when she said that, all of a sudden, you know, she's like, what? And Jeff's like, yeah, I can show you. She's like, all right. And then that's when she stands up, Dav. But right. I want to know what's going on and what happened with Anila may be part of it. So yeah. let's go back. Let's go to Anila, also known as Crazy Dutch. <laughs> well, some unexpected truths are revealed about the commander and the reality aboard her ship, which hold the potential for an allegiance shifts as the tale continues to unfold. Yes, because I'll tell you, yeah. my jaw dropped. I'm like, what? Yeah. Now, of course, Anila's demeanor's been all over the place, and when she and Delsea take the kiss to the next level, I kind of get the feeling that uh, Kendry is uh, making some progress in a power play, but what is she after, and is it possible Anila is simply playing the player? Hmm, interesting. Right. Hilarious that Delsea discovers that Anila's servant has been there the whole time. <laughs> yeah, apparently she was really into it and did not even notice. Yeah. And then she thinks about it and says, oh, well, that wasn't too bad. <laughs> <laughs> so Delsea, this uh, plasma is uh, loosening her up, I guess. I guess. <laughs> so Anila leaves to fiddle around her lab. And she's working on mutating the green plasma, and all of a sudden, it starts to grow. I know. I'm like, why is it turning into a weird sponge thing? Right. It's like, okay, what does this mean? I don't know. That's what was freaking me out. Right. And it, apparently, it's a huge accomplishment, because Gander gets a gander at it, <laughs> at it and he springs into action. Yeah, when he's like, all right, let's uh round everybody up here. Time. And you're like, what's going on? Right. And you go, you've seen what Anila can do. Right. She doesn't even have to get close to you. Yeah. Maybe not the brightest of ideas. But 
Anila comes out and there is no one. Right. And she sounded like a little lost kid, didn't she? Yes. That was huge because she has a real fear of being alone. And And I'm sure that may have something to do with one of those memories. Yes. I I completely agree with you. Yeah, because she's just like, hello? A pile. Oh, yeah. And so right away she goes to, I guess, her only safe spot, which is the, I don't know, green goo pool. Yes. And she starts having memories and, oh, hey, look, it's Klein again, which I thought was interesting because she's, and she's blonde. Right. And I feel like that's got to play some kind of part, which I don't understand. And because she was never blonde in any of the flashbacks that we had gotten so far. No. So I'm like, what is this? But I love that she's talking to him and then, and she's like, uh, I, I figured it out. I, I have it. I have the answer. Really? Why don't you tell me the story? What answer do you have? And it's like, wait a minute. If this is supposed to be a memory, why is this Klein so intrigued with whatever it is that she's figured out? Right. And she realizes that it's not Klein. Yes. And we also find out that this is not Anila's ship. Right. And this is, in fact, her prison. And I was like, what the hell? <laughs> and especially when, uh crap, was it Gander? Yeah, Gander's talking to Delsea. Yeah. And he's just like... Uh, the Holland were here before her, and they'll be here after her. And I was like, "Yes, are you sure about that? <laughs> Pissing her off. And if she's the strongest among you, I feel like that may not be really happening. Right. And you've got to assume that Gander's kind of the middleman here, and we really don't know who's calling the shots. Right, especially if there's other the Holland. Holland. Right involved in this and if they've been around for so long i'm assuming they're older than her so and don't know we have to wonder if they've actually just pretended to be affected by anila's telekinetic power because his attitude makes no sense if she can easily kill them and his followers well i don't know because it didn't seem like that yeah (laughs) yeah this is it almost reminded me of um, Six's um, simulation. Uh-huh. Is they're kind of giving her what she thinks she wants and then trying to get some information, then take something away, and her fits may be all in her head. Oh. They may not be happening at all. That's interesting. Yeah. Well, I would, well, I, it's an interesting thought, but then as she gets pissed when she comes out of the goo because her, her servant woke her up. Right. She drags her out. She's like, wake up, wake up. Then she starts killing people left and right. And she does a little Darth Vader move, (laughs) lifting Gander up and like choking the life out of him. So I don't know if he's faking it and with, there's so much you know, hauling goo everywhere. I don't think they're all faking that. It will be curious to find out. Yeah, and especially because the whole time, you know, she's screaming, where's Dalsea? Where is she? And there's just just a trail of dead bodies. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like the first time. Right. And then we finally see Dalsea. And again, my job out hit the floor. Right. All of a sudden, a very, very pregnant 
Delsaia is just hanging there. Yeah, in like a weird pod. Yes. And then, I mean, what could this be? Could it be something with the experiment that Anila had going or Gander kind of extrapolated? I can't talk. The experiment (laughs) and somehow turned her into like an incubation for more Holland goo somehow. I don't know. Right. Yeah. We have no clue what's going on with Delsea. And the very last scene, she opens her eyes. Right. It's like, holy crap. That was crazy. I didn't know what was happening, but I I hope they're going to jump right into that next episode, but who knows? Yeah. You would think, but woo. Yeah. Yeah. This, this episode was packed. Yeah. This was definitely a what the heck episode. So (laughs) awesome. Loved it. Hope you guys loved it. So make sure you're tweeting. And when you can't, obviously I wasn't on this week. I'm not going to be on for the last few. Unfortunately, shifts suck. But make sure you're doing it. Make sure you're watching in the seven days because that does totally help because we want more. We want more. Yes, we do. And if you would be so kind to rate and review us on iTunes and every other platform that you're finding us on, that would be so awesome. And plus, it helps other fans of the show find us. Tell your friends. Tell your friends about this show. How are your friends not watching this show? Come on. If you have anything that you want to talk to us about, make sure you send us an email at fangirlzonepodcast at gmail.com. I am currently revamping the website. You can still find us at fangirlzone.squarespace.com or, of course, on uh, Facebook at FGZone. So fangirlzone.com will be up shortly, and Steve and I will have new emails. Yes, soon, soon. It's going to be Sean at fangirlzone.com and Steve at fangirlzone.com. So it'll be really easy that way. Yes. And I may just do podcast at fangirlzone.com so you guys could send it that way, you know, whichever. Or we'll separate sci-fi talk, whatever. Just so you guys can send us what you think. But just give me some time. I'm muddling through all the problems trying to rebuild the website. Apparently, you know, I'm not very good at this, but it will be up and hopefully it'll be nice and bright and shiny and new. So until next time, I am Sean Fangirl S. And I'm Steve. Virgins don't prep this much for wedding nights, Dab. And until next time.